is the Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, KT, with your horoscope for this week, May 8th through May 14th, 2023. Welcome back to the podcast where... I don't know you, but it might seem like I do because I am sharing musings that are based upon the sun and the moon and the planets and shit. Every week I do a little sky spying so that I can report back and so that you can know what the fuck is going on around here. The astrology is sound, but my guidance may not be, and that is totally up to you, okay? Quick housekeeping. Quick housekeeping. Special thanks to Shay, Xylene, Isabel, Equinder, and Rocious. Thank you. Thank all of you gorgeous persons for making up for last week's no reviews. Here's my reminder to you listeners that you can review, and if you do review, I will send you a 24-page in-depth birth charge report. Um, so please review Misguided and then reach out via email and let me know your birth dates. Birth date, time, and location. Those dates, yes, to misguidedastrology at gmail.com. And check out my website, misguidedastrology.com. You can buy birth chart reports, solar return reports, uh, birth chart readings. Uh, yeah. Alrighty, that's all for that. Let me hurry up and shit up so that I can keep talking because this, <laughs> this <laughs> is your weekly horoscope. Tuesday. Today, when the sun and Uranus meet, this is an occasion for the unexpected the unusual, the innovative, the progressive, and, dare I say, the queer. You ugly. It's not industry standard to forecast Uranus transits as great big grand gay events, but as an agent of the gay agenda, I find it imperative to do so. The seed has been planted. Repeat, the seed has been planted. Just as I find it imperative to ignore the Taylor Swift, Maddie Healy rumors in favor of a more palliative PR relationship. It's me. Hi, I'm dating Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, I'm not. And it doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be me. Um, I'll take literally any power femme situationship involving Taylor Swift in the wake of her massively public breakup and her triumphant return to page six. Anyways, long story short, step outside of your comfort zone and try things a little differently this Tuesday. Gaylor Swift. Gaylor Swift. Gaylor Swift! Thursday. This might not be much, but it may be the best day of the week to handle logistical, communicative, and travel tasks with Mercury's sextile to Saturn. Get her done. It won't be the most productive day ever because Mercury is still retrograde and is slow to nearly a stop visually in the sky as it is about to station direct. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but this mercurial slowness will be the predominant vibe throughout the week. So trying to get things done may feel like trudging through mud. 
But as I mentioned, today offers a small break from that. And yesterday might... Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wednesday might be okay, too. Friday. Happy Friday to us all with the Venus-Saturn trine. Very cute, very Friday. Venus-Saturn trines give me the impression of that incredible euphoric feeling of accomplishment that comes with getting your work done and feeling deserving of fun and recreation and enjoying yourself and letting loose. Oh, what the heck, Kobe, you earned it. This is good astro weather for work and pleasure, separately and together. It has a little something for everyone. And it saves us from having a standard moon-Saturn conjunction, which would normally be a (laughs) major bummer, but... Not today, Satan. Not today. Sunday. Knock, knock, guess who? (laughs) It's Mercury stationing direct. Yes, that is right. Mercury's retrograde is over. Mostly. We still have to wait for Mercury to be fully up to speed before it's over over, but this is the beginning of the end. Some of your ongoing retrograde problems will begin to correct themselves and things will begin to get easier. And in celebration, I thought it might be fun to review your retrograde themes and your mercurial houses. Scorpios, how you hanging in there? You survived the eclipses, and I'm happy for you and proud and impressed. And that's not why we are here. (laughs) So this Mercury retrograde happened in your seventh house, which is angular and not casual, usually. I mean, Mercury retrograde isn't insane. Not like the eclipses just were. But then on top of the eclipses, like, come on. I mean, come on. All right. But anyway, so your more acute retrograde lessons and mishaps were to do with partnership or with someone in particular and the way that that dynamic between you and this person or with what is going on with this person has to do with like how that impacts your everyday life, career and sense of personal well-being. And this like other person, it can be romantic, but doesn't strictly need to be it can be a best friend it can be a client it can be an advisor like a doctor a therapist a lawyer it could also be your enemies and I don't know if like I needed to drop the word enemies in a Scorpio pod like you needed a reason to suspect somebody of something it's not definite that's not definitely what's going on but these are the people with whom you may have had a problem to sort out or you were working together with them on something or the communication has been off there's a developing story that is in the home stretch with this person from this retrograde and if you just want a little tip about the areas of life that are impacted with every mercury retrograde those are your 11th and 8th houses which are 11th is having to do with friends and social groups and networks and the 8th house is your internal world and how you feel about things Um, so those are always um, under a little bit of mishap whenever mercury goes retrograde And that's that on that. I guess uh, we'll have to find a new planet to blame all our problems on. Alrighty, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Mm -hmm.